Hey, what's up? You are now tuned in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. And I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me on Instagram. The personal page is at Kay the Rebel. And the podcast page is TCBL Podcast. For questions, comments, inquiries, or like to do a collaboration, my email address is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. As always, I always start off this episode saying thank you. Thank you to anybody that ever tunes in and listens to me. I don't care if you only listen for five minutes, it is appreciated. Um, I also want to say um, thank you to those that did support last week's episode. It was totally um, deviating away from the norm um, content that I usually post, but um, it was just something that that was real and, and raw to me, and um, and I just I just wasn't gonna hold back, so um, I posted. But I appreciate. Um, the feedback um, that that I was given, and even those who did contact me to try to decode um, what it was that I could have been um, portraying or saying, or what was true, what applied to me, what applied to somebody else. But yeah, um, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Um, I would like to say that um, before my podcast and my content what's yet to come is 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 more raw stuff kind of like that um stuff that is kind of like the truth you know me stripping myself down and getting uncomfortable and owning my truth and speaking my truth and you know some of it's going to be good some going to be bad some of it's going to be ugly but i think all in all you know um when I do have moments like that, I really feel like it could hit home for somebody, um, whether a good way or or even a bad way. You know, it is what it is. Well, this week's episode, I want to say, um, was inspired by two things in particular. Um, one was an Instagram post. I know that's like the usual for my um, inspiration for episodes, and then the other. Um, was actually a question that a dear friend of mine actually asked me um, to answer. And I just thought about it and I was like, well, that would be kind of correlating with the Instagram post. So you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to just do it all, you know? And um, I follow an account on Instagram called Spiritual Word and they posted, how did everyone heal from heartbreak? And um, there was definitely over 3,000 comments. And I'm a person that reads comments. It is what it is. I'm not ashamed to say that I do. And while I was reading the comments, um, there were a lot of like the same ones just worded in the same ways, but these are the ones that that stuck out out the most to me. And I saw, um, again, that question was, how did everyone heal from heartbreak? I saw, Prayer and dating. Um, I saw forgiveness. I saw smiles, flights, and fashion. I was like, okay, girl. Obviously, that was a sister that posted that. I saw therapy and self-assessments. I saw you don't 
you just move different. I was like, okay, all right. Um, I saw accepting the pain in a new nigga. Ooh, child, heavy. Um, I saw crying a lot and talks with God. I saw self-care and meditation. I saw another comment that said, bossed up. And I was like, hell yeah. I, I love the sound of that. And then I think that the one that spoke to me the most, do you ever really? Yeah, that that is a, a, a big question. Yeah, do you ever really, you know, heal from from heartbreak or or trauma um, in general? And then that leads me to the question that my friend asked me, um, who is very much aware of me and a, like a transition and, and things that I'm going through in my life currently. And she's like. Um, What is like the traumatic experience that caused mental and emotional anguish and what tools did you use to overcome it? I'm like, oh, okay, so you're trying to get deep. Okay, okay. And um, she told me that she did not want me to answer that question while we were on FaceTime, that she would rather if maybe I, you know, she knows I was into journal and that maybe I could just journal about it, like kind of freestyle. And I decided to. And, um, the traumatic experience, I would say, that caused the most mental and emotional anguish was something that transpired back in 2013. And the tools that I used to overcome it were distractions. And when I say distractions, there was like an umbrella, you know, of distractions, which included traveling, um, partying. Um, I traveled a lot during that time. Partying definitely was in the club um, a lot. Um, in my career, like I loved what I did at that time. So it was like the perfect distraction because I was so focused on um, my students because I was an instructor at that time and just they meant the most to me, you know, and I just I, I gave them my my all 100% even when when I felt like I, I couldn't I still made sure that I did. And um. Another one of the distractions that I had was like rekindling with an ex who happened to pop back in my life at that time. And um, that person was actually somebody that had caused me heartbreak. So it was just weird, like you're in a traumatic experience and then you run to the arms of someone that has also created your trauma. So that was a little conflicting now, looking back, um, you know, I guess it's like what that other person said when it was like, um, accepting the pain in a new nigga, except it wasn't a new nigga, it was an old nigga. Um, another uh, thing that I did, I guess this kind of really wasn't wasn't a distraction. It was purging. Like, um, I did a lot of bad mouthing and, and um, you know, which included like thoughts of the person who was the cause of my pain at that time. Like, I, I talked shit about them every chance that I could. I could get not to them kind of like conversations that I would just have in my head even if it wasn't verbal I mean it's like what they say if, if, if you're thinking it it's just as bad as saying 
you know, so that person definitely printed space in my brain, and I and I talked lots of shit. And then when the opportunity probably presented itself, you know, with family members or other things like that, I would also talk shit at that time too, you know. And anybody that knows me knows that I can, I can, I can talk. That that's for certain. Um, <laughs> and another interesting thing um, about what a, a tool that I used to overcome it was that I did not cry it out. Like I just kind of, I think that when I when I first realized that okay this 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 is the trauma I'm hurting this this is painful to me like I may have cried that that one day actually what I did was I rented um uh a book a hotel room for the night and cried it out there and then woke up in the morning and vowed I wasn't gonna cry anymore and that's because naturally I'm not a crier I don't like to cry it really annoys the fuck out of me to cry I don't even like it when other people be crying it, it's uncomfortable for me. I'm like, what is this? What's happening? I mean, I know it's a it's a human thing, but I I, I can't really get with it all of the time. Um, and um, another thing in particular, another tool um, or lack thereof that I used at that time was like, I went extra hard to prove to others like I'm good. Like, I think I had even changed. I went. I went so hard that I even changed my. I think Instagram name to Unbreakable Twelve Zero One. Like, so people like, yeah, I am strong headed. I am gonna walk around with my head held high. Like, fuck that. You're not gonna see me sweat or whatever. Like, I was. I was serious. I was super passionate about that. Like, no, you cannot be sad, aka go out sad. Like, no. Not at all. Always have your poker face on, whatever. Even in those moments that you're sad, just fucking act like you're not. Like, just just don't do it. Um, and, um, you know, just answering, you know, this 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 question that, that my, uh, my friend asked. You know, to, to really analyze that, that time in my life years ago, I technically did not sit in the pain. It was like I gave my emotional scars no medical attention at all. I mean, I don't even know how they healed. And maybe they never did. We talk so much about unresolved trauma, you know, Especially, like, I see it on social media quite often. I've, I've even seen it on Pinterest, um, too, outside of, like, Instagram, where there's those 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 Twitter posts that people screenshot or whatever, and then share on Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, um, I think my question is, is how do you get a true confirmation that your trauma has been resolved? How do you really know? Seriously, like I don't, I don't have the answer to that question, and I am more than welcome for anybody to come onto this platform if they feel that they have the answer. I, I, I would love to visit that, you know. Um, and here's just my perspective, you know. Um, maybe there is no resolution to trauma, you know, with the acceptance that you just learn how to cope. You know, you realize there was nothing you can do. Maybe you have had a handful of traumatic experiences and you've really just become numb. I mean, and I think that that applies to me definitely. Um, and like in the midst of being numb, maybe you have those moments where you sometimes yearn to feel again, but then it almost scares the shit out of you. Like, do, do I want to allow myself to go there? 
you know? Um, am I stupid for going there? You know, it's, it's, it's just a lot, a lot of things. I mean, and, and you're human, you know? So, um, even those times when you're telling yourself I'm numb and I can't feel anything, you still feel something. You do. It's just that you don't want to, you don't want to admit to that. You don't want to be vulnerable because it's, 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 it's terrifying, you know, for you. But, um, I've recently underwent yet another traumatic experience in my life. And this time I would say that I actually did the complete opposite, you know, as, as, the, as the tools that I used years ago, you know, um, I would say I started living through it immediately. Like no matter the judgment, no matter the level of humiliation, you know, I just was like, I'm owning this. This is what it is. It's like, I had to like have a have a talk with myself like, okay, seriously, ain't no way in hell you could have done anything different to deter the outcome of the shit show. Like there's, there was, there's no way, you know, like, and um, I know this sounds wild and insane, but I feel like my current trauma is, is like a gift and a curse. Like it didn't break me, but at the same time, it relieved me of this burden. Um, like a, a dead weight that I have been carrying for like a, a very long time. You know, this, this, this current trauma, it forced me to make a decision that I have been scared to make. And let's put it this way. I guess if I, if I had to speak metaphorically, that is, um, I have been traveling in a car at a high speed, knowing that it could crash and burn. And some days, unfortunately, I didn't wear a seatbelt. And that seatbelt was symbolic because it was a form of protection that I did not utilize as much as I should have. That seatbelt, metaphorically speaking, was like meant to protect my peace and my energy and my spirit. Basically, you know, um, when the car crashed, I was able to get out before it burned. And as painful as it was to like watch the car go up in flames, I was relieved that all the contents, all the belongings that I left in that vehicle were gone forever. Like, I walked away with bruises and scars, but at the same time, I gained like a new sense of, of, of freedom, you know? And I think sometimes we don't realize it, but we have something to gain from our losses, although it doesn't appear that way at the time that, that we're going through, through that trauma in real time, you know? And I know that last time I had a traumatic experience, I turned to distractions. And now, presently, um, with, with my current traumas, you know, I just look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like, how the fuck are you even still standing here, you know? And and then I have to remind myself of something, and that is that I take pride in um, the fact that I will never be anyone's victim because I'm a motherfucking survivor, period. That's on period. I mean, I think I've said that 
countless episodes on this podcast if you are uh, a faithful or consistent listener, you know? And while working through, you know, pain and trauma, I just feel like if, if, if I could give anybody advice, like, don't ever let anyone tell you how to feel or how you should process what it is that you're going through. Anyone outside of a professional, if you're going to a therapist, I would hope that that they have the tools they went to school that they they could probably tell you um, how to process your feelings. But anyone outside of that, absolutely not. You know, someone might be like, oh, don't say that. You know, you're just upset right now. And you know what? You tell them to shut the hell up because you are in your feelings in this moment and anything goes. Okay, and maybe somebody might tell you one day, oh, you know, you're mad and oh, why are you so mad? And make sure you don't back down and you defend you, defend yourself in that moment and whatever it is that you feel. And you'll be like, yeah, motherfucker, I might be mad today. I am mad. I'm fucking human. And what? So the fuck what? I am mad. And next, you know, and, and, and it just stinks sometimes that we live in this world that you get penalized for being a human. You get penalized for having emotions. You get penalized for feeling. But then somebody want to call you toxic if you don't feel. You go around acting like a fucking narcissist or you are gaslighting people or acting like a sociopath or a psychopath. Which one or the other, you know? So it's it's, it's it could be a struggle, you know, with, with, within itself. And I think that if you are going through a traumatic experience, you've got too many people in your ear that are not just letting you heal the way you need to heal and process your trauma the way you need to process your trauma. And that's another problem within itself. Then you need to analyze the team that, that you've got standing behind you. And, and, and I can honestly say the team that I had years ago when I experienced trauma and pain, that was a weak ass fucking team. Okay, full of some judgmental motherfuckers that was kind of like secretly happy to see me going through what I'm going through. But I feel like the team that I have behind me currently, oh, they ride or die. They they solid as hell, solid as a rock. And um, they they're letting me know that it's okay to not be okay on those days that I may not be okay. They're checking in on me. They're not treating me like a victim. They respect the fact that my mentality is that I'm a survivor. They they know that I ain't looking for no pity or no empathy or, or no sympathy, but yet they choose to still empathize with me and whatever it is that I'm going through or whatever it is that I feel. And if I wake up one day and I want to have positive thoughts and affirmations about my trauma, they're like, okay, we're cool with it. And then if I wake up the next day and I feel like, all right, we need to ride out and maybe we need to blow someone's fucking head off, they're gonna be they're gonna be okay with that too, you know? And um then I kind of feel bad though, because then what is someone to do when you gotta face the trauma or the pain just all alone and it's just you by your lonesome. I can't really give um, any advice, you know, about that, but I'll honestly say that um, I'd like to think that if, even if I didn't have a solid team behind me, that I would be able to stand on my own, my own two feet.
Um, and that's because, as I always say, that my affirmation is that I am never anyone's victim and I'm always a. So, you know, um, back to that, that lingering question, you know, do we ever, ever, ever really heal? And um, for me, I don't think so. I don't think so because when trauma and pain seems to be like a, a a recurring a recurring thing for you, every time you have a new scar, it um it makes you have to kind of pick that and old wound that is very similar to a a, a, a current wound that you may have, you know? Um, I don't really think there's anything else that I could say. Um, I'ma leave this right here. Until next time, peace, love, and light.